Welcome to another episode of Wondering Wednesday Podcast, a podcast series in which Character Inc., Publishing Company, and Raising Kids with Character Parenting Seminar answer your questions about parenting, homeschooling, home management, language arts, teaching, and more. I'm Donna Reish, author of Character Quality Language Arts and Meaningful Composition as well as co-author of 60 Homeschool Tips from 60 Years and The Well-Trained Heart. Today I would like to continue what I began last week in answering some questions about becoming an efficiency expert. I hope you were able to join me last week in which I gave the foundation for becoming an efficiency expert in your home. That is, three main things that are foundational to becoming efficient. As a reminder... The first one was to focus on specific areas. That is, don't spread yourself so thinly that you don't get really good at any one thing. In other words, don't be a jack-of-all-trade, but a master of none, but rather focus on a couple of areas that you can really, really get good at and put your 10,000 hours to work for you. Secondly, drop perfectionism. It is really difficult to be efficient if everything has to be just so. And finally, work hard. Use a timer to be realistic about how much you're really working and a task list to see how much you're getting done. Now I have a few things I would like to bring to you this week in the way of tips for becoming efficient and on your way to becoming an efficiency expert in your home. First of all, I have four lists that I use and have used for many, many years in my homeschooling, my home management, and in my work writing over 50 curriculum books for the last 15 years. These lists help me to work in an efficient order. I say that these are the bare bones of my efficiency because they keep me on track. Unlike an endless list of things to do, These lists actually keep me going in the right direction and keep me from straying off into areas that are not good for me in terms of my efficiency and in meeting my goals. The first thing is my dailies list. Hopefully you have the handout in front of you that goes with this week's podcast episode. And on that handout you will find links to the various things that I'm talking about here. Most of these things that I'm describing in this Tips for Efficiency podcast episode for Wondering Wednesday are found in my blog and various blog posts. Check those out for more information. So back to the first work list. That is my dailies list. A dailies list is a list of things that you do every single day. My dailies list now includes things like social media, editing a new book, at least one a day, writing at least one blog post, and so on. Of course, it still includes those things that need done around the house every day. But when my kids were younger, my dailies list was huge, and I hardly got to anything besides that dailies list. But that dailies list made me successful, because we are successful when we do the things that we are supposed to be doing day in and day out. 
even during those years that I seldom got beyond school, meals, laundry, and the daily home management tasks, I still felt successful because I knew that I was doing what I was supposed to be doing. I had narrowed my focus enough to know what my priorities were, and I had made a daily list of things that I needed to do every day for school, for Bible and character training of my children, for parenting in general, for meals, for home management, and that daily list kept me focused. My next list I call the Timely Tasks List. Kind of a little alliterative um, tongue twister. Anyway, this timely task list is a list of things that need done in a certain amount of time. So once you have your daily list, the timely tasks are things like, I need to call my mom today and confirm this weekend. Or, I need to email that person back. Or, I need to call and reserve these library books before it's too late. I called these my timely tasks because they needed added to my daily list whenever possible in order to get them done by the deadline. I always thought in terms of deadlines with my to-do list, just as though I had a job in which I had a deadline to meet for my boss, or I was in school and I had a deadline for an exam or for a project that was due. So my timely tasks were things that needed done in a timely manner, but were not on my daily list. I put those on my list according to the time in which they needed done. Finally, I had what I called my ABC's weekly list. This ABC's weekly list was a list of things that I would like to get done during a week. For many years, I hardly got beyond my daily list and my timely tasks. But I always had a hopeful ABC's weekly list sitting out there waiting for me if I ever had time to uncover it. This ABC's weekly list included weekly cleaning, weekly meal planning, weekly tasks that were not on my daily list and that were not suddenly something that had to be done immediately in terms of a timely task. With this weekly list, I would make out uh, this list of things that I would needed to get done in a week if I had time, and then I would write my priorities on that. That's why I call it my ABC weekly list. A meant that I really wanted to get to it. B meant that it would be nice, but if I didn't this week, it didn't really matter that much. C was actually more of a joke than anything else, since I seldom got to that level of my list. By using these three lists, dailies, timely tasks, and ABC weekly list, I was able to become more efficient in managing my home. I was able to homeschool several children at one time, oversee chores and different um, work sessions in the home, implement different strategies for home management, keep everybody fed, and so on. The final list that I would like to present to you is the terrible task list. I actually have just hit upon the terrible task list in the last few years. It isn't necessarily something that I have done for 10 or 15 or 20 or 25 years like my other lists. 
But in the terrible task list, I would write down everything that I needed to do the next week that I hated to do. Now, this is actually kind of silly because so many of these things weren't really that big of a deal. They were things like go do library holds, um, call and pay a bill, order something from Amazon. But those kind of things are on my terrible task list because I put them off and put them off because they annoy me. Maybe for you, it's making something in the kitchen or changing the sheets. Something that you just put off because you don't really like that task. I make this terrible task list and then I prioritize that list, ABC also, and I put one of the A's on every day of my calendar list. So on this terrible task list, has everything I need to do the next week that I don't want to do. Then it has A for the things that I really need to get done. I really have to reserve that book for my son's SAT prep. I really have to pay that bill. I really have to order my son's next reader, whatever those things might be. Those get A's, then B's, then C's, a lot like my ABC weekly list. But then I put one of those A terrible tasks on every day and do it along with my dailies. This way, I never have to face any more than one terrible task a day, so to speak. These four lists have helped me become more efficient in my home and to become what I consider sort of a little bit maybe an efficiency expert. The next thing besides those four lists and becoming an efficiency expert as far as tips are concerned is that of getting yourself in order. That is working on the things that can make you personally more efficient first and then branching out to your family and getting their support and their help. This is just a small list of things that I've found that have helped me personally get more organized and more efficient. The first one is my morning routine. I first of all made a morning routine list for myself two dozen years ago and always tried to get myself done in the morning. That is those things that are for me to get done for, for me personally. You may have heard us talk in homeschooling workshops about the morning routine for your children, but I found that if I get my morning routine around first, I'm a lot better at making sure that children do their morning routine. Along with this morning routine for yourself, just a little suggestion of what I've always found to be really helpful in trying to fix things. You know, we always want to fix things because there are always things that stand out to us that we think this could run more smoothly or this could be better if I could just do this or do that. In that regard, I always try to fix the first hour of the day first. That is, I looked at the first hour of each day and said, what is not working here? What needs to happen in the first hour? What would make this first hour better? Because once I fixed the first hour, I found several things happened. First of all, I was able to fix more things later on because I was empowered from the success in fixing my first hour. Secondly, 
I was able to have a better day because once that first hour was fixed, again, not just the empowerment, but just the encouragement of getting things out of the way and seeing how much better my day could go after that first hour was fixed. So start with your morning routine, fix the first hour of your day and see how things go from there. The next thing is to make a schedule that works for your family. I have a whole workshop on scheduling in the homeschool and another one in organizing the homeschool. So this is primarily directed at homeschooling moms for this point. But what this means is that your schedule has got to be something that works for your own family. Rather than trying to duplicate somebody else's schedule, or rather than saying, well, so-and-so gets up at this time, I should too. Or so-and-so does this first, I should too. You need to look at your own family dynamics and ask yourself what would work best for your family, not necessarily what somebody else does. This was a huge help to me once I got a hold of this, because prior to this, I was trying to do what I saw other people doing all the time which there's nothing wrong with modeling after other people. It is, after all, the highest form of praise to model after somebody. But when you're talking about scheduling and you're talking about organizing your day, you're assuming that everything is identical in your home to somebody else's home when you try to model after their schedule exactly. You are saying, I have the same age children with the same temperaments. My husband works the same schedule. We have the same level of involvement of him in our homeschooling. We ha- I have the exact same number of hours to get things done as that person does. We even have the same meals. You're assuming a lot of things are the same. Now, should you look at other people's schedules and see what works for them? Most definitely. But create a schedule that works for your family. If you're not an early riser, don't make an early riser schedule. If you stay up later at night, Don't make an 8 o'clock bedtime schedule. If your husband gets home late, like mine always did, I never put my kids to bed before 10 o'clock. The 6-year-olds and up, they always stayed up and had that 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock time as a family in the evenings. I couldn't model after somebody else whose husband got home at 5 o'clock in the evening. So make a schedule that works for your family. Next, start a daily habits list and do one per day for a week. I talked about the efficient list just a moment ago and how my dailies were my very first list. The very first thing that I did every day were my dailies. If you are not used to having a daily habits list for yourself or for your family, I recommend that you make a list of daily habits and start doing one per day until that's successful. Then the next week, add another one until that's successful. Also, you will notice links to a lot of these, including the daily habits list, how to develop daily habits for yourself, and how to develop a daily list for family chores and daily work around the house. Next, along with that, do one per day for a week and then add another one, is to make changes slowly. We all want change to happen quickly. We all want it to happen fast. I hope you will read some of the things that I have on the blog about changing slowly because being on the other end of this, as many young moms are, I can look back and say, 
You know what? If you make one change a month in 30 years, do you know how many good changes that is? If you make one change a month after 30 years, you're talking about like 300 and some changes. You're talking about 300 and some good things that can happen in your family over a 30-year time period. So don't just think that if you can't change something overnight, you can't change something. Because it is those slow changes that really stick in your home and in your family. Next, remember that each day starts the night before. We've had a policy ever since I can remember. I don't remember ever not doing this. So I know for sure I can remember when we had three small children. My husband, I remember him specifically telling Joshua, who would have been maybe five at the time, that we never go to bed with messes because it's not fair to mom the next day. So I know we've been doing it at least for 27 years. But I do remember that specifically because that warmed my heart so much. But each day starts the night before. So for us, that meant that we don't go to bed with dishes in the sink. We don't go to bed with food out on the counters. We don't go to bed with the evening meal not cleaned up. We don't even go to bed without laundry started and moved and the main rooms picked up before we go to bed. Each day starts the night before. Your good day tomorrow starts tonight. So if nothing else, teach your family the five-minute blitz. Set a timer for five minutes and say every single night before we go to bed, we as a family are going to blitz this house. If you have five, ten-year-olds and up, including parents, six, seven, or eight, you are talking about 20 to 40 minutes worth of work in five minutes, even if you have a three-minute blitz. Each day starts the night before. Next, divide projects up. I talked about this with my terrible task list. But also, sometimes there are projects that are just looming before us, and we can't even begin to see how to get these completed. It is then that procrastination sets in. When I have been procrastinating over something for a long time, I say, enough is enough. I am going to do this for one minute every day, or two minutes every day, or five minutes every day, whatever it might be. I give an example of this on the blog, how I had this corner of the dining room stacked with bags. I'm a sort of a bag lady. Okay, I'm more than sort of a bag lady. I'm very much a bag lady. And somehow I had gotten bags from Goodwill, bags that I used last semester, bags that I was currently using this semester, and various purses and various book bags and editing bags and so forth. I have six bags, eight bags at any one given time. I have like an editing bag. I have a teaching, couple teaching totes. I have a YMCA bag. I have a go bag, which is my toiletry bag. I have a purse. You get it. Anyway, this corner was just facing me all the time. And yes, believe it or not, it was in the middle, in the corner of the dining room. And every day I would say, I'm going to get to that. I'm going to get that corner cleaned out. This is ridiculous. And I never did. Finally, 
I set the timer for one minute and I said, I'm going to work on those bags for one minute today. I'll work on them for one minute tomorrow. I'll work on them for one minute the day after that. I started in for one minute. I got through so much so quickly that I just finished the job. Sometimes facing big projects is nothing more than breaking them down into small increments. So those are my get yourself in order suggestions for you. Just some things that have helped me through the years to become more efficient. There are so many other things I'd love to share with you as far as how to utilize help and how to be more efficient in your school day. I've tried to put a lot of links at the bottom of this um, blog post, uh, audio podcast, for to the blog post. So you can read about some tips for beating procrastination, some tips for scheduling your school day, for making morning routine charts and chore charts, for teaching your children to work via chore sessions, for passing out jobs to the correct person in your family, and much more. So please join us on the blog to learn even more about how to become an efficiency expert in your home. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Character Inc. blog, call us to set up a parenting seminar in your community or your church, or pass our information along to your convention organizer for us to come and speak at your local homeschool convention. This has been Donna Reish with another episode of Wondering Wednesday. This particular one, Efficiency Tips. Thanks so much.